join us for a monumental moment. You are here with a Trio Tribune. Howdy, y'all! Yay! <laughs> Welcome back! Oh my gosh. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, feeling good. Good. I'm good. Ready to go. Well, we're ready to go! <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna jump right into our highs and lows. My low is that my fingernails have become so brittle that, you know, when it oh. like, goes all the way back to the behind the cuticle, it's like yeah, a paper cut. It's it so bad. Yes. And so I put a bandaid on it to like, which actually does help, like, because it holds it down and then you yeah. can't like keep mm. looking at it. But um, I guess that does sound like a little bit first world problems, but it still hurts nonetheless. So no, that pain hurts. It does. Yeah. I'm just hoping it grows. Stop picking Yeah. Okay. And then my high is I got to watch Adeline in her performance of the Nutcracker, which was absolutely adorable. She was a baby mice, and she did not have a solo, but go ahead, went ahead and gave herself one because she has the confidence that we all strive for. That <laughs> is honestly to a T, Adeline. Like, yeah. She will make herself the star of the show and i love and it she's good at it she's good at it. <laughs> and she's entertaining she does a great job yeah i hope she never loses that I like know. i want her to keep that forever i love it so it was so cute the ballast like everybody runs on and they just like do their little wave but not adeline she did like a pirouette she did like three grand jetés and blew a kiss and <laughs> et cetera et cetera it was adorable <laughs> she's so cute i love that girl um, okay, dokey. I did not think about my high and low yet. Uh, sorry. You want me to go? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my low was that my neighborhood is so dramatic about kitties running rampage. <laughs> rampage. <laughs> What's, how do you say the word? They're causing a rock a muck. What I don't know. No, they're not even like annoying. They She's just got run kitty around. drama. <laughs> yeah, I got kitty drama. I was in Arizona and our um, Facebook group for our little neighborhood was going off about our kitties. Like, whose kitties are these? And then we were being tagged because there are cats. When I legit thought that people would just let cats be, but since they're kitties, I think everybody worries about them. But they are very like, they come back unless you take them in and feed them, and that's what everybody's doing because they think that they're homeless. We had collars on them, but they came home without collars, so that's weird. Anyways. That's weird. <laughs> I know. That's I feel like suspicious. somebody must have taken them well, off. They have been... just come off. Yeah. That's weird. When I, the, yeah, anyways. You should get a collar on them that says, like, don't take collar off. I will go home. Don't feed me. I have like a that. home. So, anyway, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and I honestly, I think we'll probably just get them chipped. Well, well yeah. but you should still have a collar on yes. them for whoever's trying to take them in. And yeah, no, <laughs> for a sweater sure. on them that says "Don't take me." Oh, that's a good idea. Kenny sweater, except for they jump everywhere, so they'd probably get like hung. Oh, okay. Anyways, <laughs> we posted on our group after all the drama because. Yeah, anyways, and we were like, hi, these are our cats. A lot of people know, and a lot of people love them, 
And then a lot of people, like, aren't about him. So that was drama and a little bit frustrating. It gave me a lot of anxiety while I was in Arizona because there was nothing I could do about it. And whatever. So Zeb is home. He's safe and healthy. We still haven't found Birdie. And you know what? We're just gonna let nature Birdie, take if you're its out course. there. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then my high is being my being with my sisters this weekend. I know that's like cliche, but for real, I think it's fun having like being together. You guys are my besties, so. Thanks, Beth. You don't even think of us as inspirational women. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. My, so I was thinking about my high and low. And my low is also the same thing as my high. We, me and my page, me and my page, me and my roommate page have been very dedicated at our cold plunges every morning. And we take out a song that's pumping us up. We sit in there, we jam, and it hurts. So, but it's really, it's supposed to be really good for you. It does feel really good. You feel pretty awesome after you do it. So we've been consistent with that, which is my high. My low is that yesterday it was so freaking cold that I was clenching my hands too tight that I lost feeling in my fingers for probably like five to 10 minutes. Oh, that's crazy. Like it was painful. So is that healthy? So the... Well, because I was like, I you were just so yeah, tense. I was so tense. So that's why today I said I like I put my fingers in between the crevices mm-hmm. of my knees, and I was chilling. It was fine, but I've never had that happen, and I've done plenty of cold plunges. But yeah. I was just so yeah stressed. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, cold plunging has been super fun, and that's been a cool thing for. And Bethany and Abby did a cold plunge this morning. Abby did oh, it for yeah. a total of 15 seconds. So basically, I'm a rock star. <laughs> but Bethany yeah. sat halfway in <laughs> for half a minute. And I'm like, dude, put your shoulders down. She's like, I'm, dude, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> then she finally did get down. And she was in there for another minute. And I feel she like it worked for me. If I would have put myself all the way in, I would have probably like freaked out more. I don't know. Well, Amelia was like, well, Beth, once your fingers and toes go numb, you know that you're done. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, mine were done. It. Mine were numb. When <laughs> I went in, they right when I got in, they're, they're frozen. They're numb. <laughs> no, but yeah. it was it was fun to have them join for today. So, yeah. That was fun. I'm glad we did it. Great. Well, today our topic is kind of going to be about, um, in in line with goal setting, you typically have a why you want to reach that goal. Um, and so we're just kind of discuss the topic of why. And what's the why for your life? Yeah, why for your actions. Yeah, and it can like and specific items or long term or big, whatever. So yeah, just kind of talking about a why and and what things that can go in line with that. So I was talking about this with my uncle Matt, who works for a very successful business, and he was telling me he has employees that have doctorates and some that have no degree at all. And the most successful people in his company that he employs are, it has no relation to their degree necessarily as it does to what motivates them, what's their why. He's like, the people who work so hard and are so driven, typically he's like, you do it for a reason. 
because I'm telling him, I'm like, I just need to like make this much. I need to figure out how to, you know, do this kind of schedule while I'm bringing in this much income. I got to do it for my kids. That's my why. I got to do it because I, I felt like I have no other choice. I do it for my kids. That's my why. Mm -hmm. And he, and then he gives me so much encouragement. Like, Abby, if you have a why and if you're driven, you'll get there. You'll succeed. You'll get there. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of brings us to, like, the why can change. It can. Yeah, well, I think the why, typically people feel like they have to put a lot of thought or effort into this why. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's why they're going to be reaching this big goal. But there was one morning, and this is something me and Manuel, my boyfriend, have talked about is like, okay, well, you have to figure out your why. And one morning, the why that I had previously decided upon didn't feel applicable in that moment. I was like, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I had this realization. I was like, oh, okay, my why for today is literally for Amelia in an hour. I want to do this because in an hour I want to feel better. And so it just kind of became this thing where it felt more malleable that like I could change my why and it could um, be as big or small as I wanted it in that moment. You can just change your why and figure out what it is to keep you going. And I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about how a lot of the times we'll set goals for 10 years and in 10 years, a lot can change and you're very different. And so he discussed this aspect of, okay, well, why is that your 10-year goal? And he had thought he needed all this time to reach that 10-year goal. And he's all, well, that goal doesn't really seem applicable. And your why is something we could achieve now. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it can be a disconnect between your goal and your why and figuring out like, how to incorporate it as soon as you can or rely on it as soon as you can. I think that whys can carry you through yeah. your day-to-day -day life or for years or for, you know, and we don't need to overthink our why, but just having a why can get us to our next why and get us to our next why or just simply get us to somewhere where we can think about a why, you know, yeah. and I think that that's really cool to, to notice that, because I'm going to tell a story. I did Monate for oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And, um, everybody was like, Hey, you have to have a why you have to come up with a why. And I would, I would be like, what is my why? What is, it has to be good so I can grab each other people's attention. And, yeah. and it wasn't, for me, my why wasn't for me. It was so that I could, I, I don't know, it, it was them. so weird. Yeah. And so I was so overthinking my why. And I honestly didn't stick to it for any time at all. And I realized, oh, maybe if I had a why before, then I would have been more invested in it. But obviously, I don't. And so I don't care that much about it. And like, well, and maybe your why was I wanted to try something new. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be that deep. Yeah. I think too with the whys, there's different perspectives that you can take to benefit you. Like depending on your perspective, right? So a lot of us, we were talking earlier about some of us will set a goal of like, I want to run every day because I want to lose weight. That could be what you think your why is. Yeah. And then when you get 
as you get these Y stepping stones, like you'll you'll start running and then you'll realize maybe that your why isn't so you lose weight. Ultimately, you get a further perspective and realize it's because you want to feel better. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why you're running. Like if you lose weight, you might think that you'll feel better. So really, you just want to feel better. Yeah. And but it can be inverse to like your why could be on a day to day what we were talking about. And sometimes I like to think of it as like an extended release a form of motivation, or we were talking about momentum. Mm -hmm. So your why can be for momentum. Yeah. Throughout the day, you could, what were you saying though? Oh, well, yeah, I just think your why is typically related to a goal and you usually think you need motivation in order to reach that goal. But really what your why can do is help you get momentum and motivation can come and go. So really all you need is momentum rather than motivation. So I think that's a really good point though. And I love that you mentioned that like you can start out with a why of being like, Oh, I want to lose weight or whatever. And then you start it and you're like, Oh my gosh, wait, my why is actually to feel good today. And that's why I keep going. So that's where the momentum is, is as you start and see more how it affects even more, your why will change. Yeah, totally. Like, to make it easier daily or things like that, which I think is cool. Yeah, and I think it's a good thing to check in with your why frequently. Make sure it's still applicable and that it still feels like something you're connected to. Um, Because, yeah, if you were like, okay, originally I started running because I wanted to lose weight, but, yeah, you're realizing that it feels good, but you're still considering that your why is to lose weight, maybe you're not really recognizing the connection there and there. And then that could cause a disconnect. But if you are very aware of your why and checking in with it frequently, making sure it's that it feels good, that it's right, that you're changing it and letting it move you and have the, that momentum, then it's serving its purpose. And if if you don't feel connected to your why, then it's not serving its purpose and there's no reason to have a why. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember one of the first marathons that I ran, I felt so, it, momentum made me think of this. I felt so much like internal momentum and like drive and it's because you were surrounded by uh, thousands of people who all have this same goal, which is Mm -hmm. so incredibly motivating. We are all from all over the world, different people, different ages with the same goal. Mm -hmm. But what's really cool is so many different whys Mm -hmm. is what motivated us in this same goal to achieve this 26.2 miles. And at that time, I think my why was to like prove to myself that I could do it. Mm -hmm. And it's cool because then Bethany ran a marathon, one of her first marathons Mm -hmm. at a pretty hard part in life, a hard stage in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, looking back at her doing that, I think that, I don't know, from my perspective, it seems like your why has changed for your reason of running. Like, that was the first oh, reason yeah. why you ran that first marathon was maybe to prove it to yourself. Yeah. And now we run for because fun now. We love it. Like, we <laughs> want to feel good. Yeah, and we all do it together. Yeah. It's, it's like an unity. enjoyable thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And since we're talking about running, it's so funny because I, I've i always enjoyed running. Like the result that I get from running 
is I just always go back to that. Like I've yeah. done weightlifting, I've done yoga, I've done all these different things and I've, you know, but I always end up wanting to just run for results, yeah. you know, and that's results of feeling good or results of weight loss or, or anything. But it's so funny because I have felt like it makes me a, a patient better mom. Yeah. And that, and seriously, I always come back to that. I always notice it. But like through my journey of running, my why has always been so different. But it always takes me back to the same thing, which is funny. Like mm -hmm. why I ran when I was 16 is so different than why I run now. But I'm still running. Yeah. You know, I think that yeah. that's yeah. cool. That's There's right. so many different whys that can actually get you and bring you to the exact same place. Yeah, yes. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, with the New Year, I have a call to action, and this is it. A lot of us tend to set goals for a year. But recently I read this book, which we will link, mm -hmm. that talked a lot about how we tend to, as humans, um, overestimate what we can do in one year and us underestimate what we can do in three. So for this year, make a three-year goal and start, instead of setting your goal, what you want to achieve, what do you want your why to be for three years? Mm -hmm. And another way to approach this is when you close your eyes and envision your life, what does it look like in three years from now? That's your why. Do you envision yourself happy? Like, are you striving for happiness, family, safety, success in work, or, or love for your work, or, or passion in whatever you do? Mm -hmm. So find your why, and then backtrack from there. Okay, this is my why. This is what it's going to look like, and this is how I'm going to achieve it. Write that. Put it under your pillow. Put it um, in your car, put it on your fridge, somewhere where you'll, you will see it regularly to be reminded of your why. Like probably check in with it for yeah. mm -hmm. Make sure it still feels right and good. Yeah. Because like we were saying, your perspective can change, can change. your why. So yeah. yeah. I, and if you, three years is a good amount of time. Three I would years. say check in with it. Yeah, check in with it. And know too that the why, the why is supposed to be a motivator of your goals. So I think it's just a cool way to approach goal setting for the new year is to incorporate the why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think in conclusion, we'd say that your why will always help you with momentum. And instead of relying on motivation all the time, just rely on that momentum and keep moving forward and keep working um, in line with your why. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Okay, well, we hope that you guys had a fun listen and feel motivated to really dissect your why and um, have it give you mo momentum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. And yeah, follow our Instagram at a trio tribune. Share this podcast with your loved ones, with friends, everybody. And we'll tell us your why. Oh, yeah. In the comments. Yes, go to our Instagram and comment. Or even if you don't want to comment, you can DM us and let's have a conversation on your why. I'd love that. Yeah, I think it's actually really fun to always get everyone's perspective on a why. 
because a lot of the time we just assume it's for your family, <laughs> like, or your future, which I think it can be really cool when you kind of can get really specific about a why and, and to see everyone else's why can be really insightful and also a good reminder. like, Oh, that's something I didn't even think about. I feel like I was, yeah, you can learn from other people's why. We love you guys. We're so glad and grateful for all your support. Yes. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Good job. Love ya. Good job. Love ya. Good job. Love ya. Love ya.